I'm single again. My parents have both died and part of my family is abroad. So all of a sudden I realized, oh, I'm again with the same question. Where am I going to celebrate Christmas? Hey you guys, it's Amanda Maxime and this is This Expat Life. Welcome to today's episode. With Christmas just around the corner and knowing that this can be quite a triggering period for many of you, including myself, I thought why not have a little Christmas special edition for the podcast. I know many of you are traveling back home to spend Christmas with a family or other loved ones. Or perhaps you live in your home country again or you're not traveling and you're a bit anxious about spending or not spending time with your family. There are so many scenarios possible for you that can make Christmas lonely, difficult, painful or just a source of anxiety and all kinds of other emotional triggers. I've definitely been there myself. I love Christmas. I am obsessed with Christmas, but it just never seems to work out for me. Quite frankly, this has almost always been the case if I look back at my life. I never really had that picture-perfect Christmas that you see on TV, in magazines. I mean, I guess I had them a couple of times in my life, but most of the time it was a question of where am I going to celebrate Christmas? To give you a little context, my parents got divorced when I was like 10 or 11. We stayed with my dad, but both my dad and my mom had mental health issues. They had addictions. And when I was 15, I moved in with my aunt and uncle and later with another foster family. And I stayed with these families until I was 18 and then moved out for my studies. So even as a teenager already, it was always the case like, okay, where am I going to celebrate Christmas this year with so many families? My mom, my dad, both separately, then my aunt and uncle, then the other foster family. And I think this is where the feeling of the absence of unconditionality, is that a word, (laughs) started. So Christmas was always a question mark for me. I knew there was always family I could go to, but unlike other families, and I'm not saying that all families are like this, it wasn't an unconditional thing. Like if you have a good relationship with your parents, you know you're going to celebrate Christmas with them. I didn't really have that growing up, nor when I was an adult. So I also have to look at myself here because I also moved abroad many times. So I wasn't even in the country with Christmas very often. And yeah, this doesn't help. And this is probably something that you recognize. So maybe you do have a good relationship with your parents, but you are always abroad, which makes Christmas difficult for you. And I kind of expected that Christmas would become easier as I would grow older, or I never really thought that much about it, but I just kind of... I guess I just assumed it without thinking about it. And I've come to realize that this, in fact, is not the case. Actually, sometimes it feels like I'm worse off. I was talking to a friend the other day and he had a breakup recently. And he said, I'm now one year older, but it feels like I moved back two steps. And I could so relate to that feeling. So last year, I actually had a pretty nice Christmas with lots of friends and all kinds of activities. But then this year, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm 35, nearly 36. I'm single. My parents aren't alive anymore. Where am I going to celebrate Christmas? And I'm not going to lie. This has been difficult for me sometimes. 
wanting to have this really nice Christmas around a big table with friends or family that you can just rely on and then coming to realize that again this year it is not the case. But I don't want a pity parade because I found something that works for me and that is something that I want to share with you in today's special edition episode. You can actually use it for so many things, not just for Christmas. You can use it for any kind of holiday, big event, anything big that you have certain expectations around. But before I explain to you what this thing is, I just want to say, if you are single, if you have lost loved ones, if you have a difficult relationship with your parents or other family, if you just left a relationship or are going through a breakup, if you live abroad and can't travel home, or even when none of these things apply to you and you are going back home to your happy family and everything is good over there, you might still experience some overwhelm. I just want to say to each and all of you, I see you. You are not alone. I've talked to many friends, coaches, followers in the last couple of weeks, but also in previous years. And every time that you ask a little bit further beyond the superficial things, people struggle with the same thing. They want to have a certain type of Christmas, but then their expectations are never really met. They are disappointed or they're just even anxious before everything is happening. So again, I see you and whatever is going on in your life, you are not alone. Whether you feel lonely or lost or you are grieving or there is some other type of pain going on for you, there are more people like you. So going to the thing that I was talking about that has really worked for me. I need to go back a couple of years in time. I was living in Brazil and I think it was my second year there. And I couldn't travel back home for the Christmas holidays because I had already traveled back home the year before and now it was my boss's turn to return home and someone had to stay at the embassy, of course. And I remember that it was Friday afternoon. I think it was the Friday before Christmas. I got off a little bit early because that's what we did on Friday afternoon throughout the year. And I just found out I had this super rare tropical parasite, which wasn't a big thing or anything, but it was bothering me with my stomach. And my doctor and I were just so happy that we found out what it was, what the cause of my pain was. And, and I just remember coming back home from work and realizing, oh, it's Christmas. My family is celebrating it together. My boyfriend at the time is also with his family back in the Netherlands. He wasn't with me in Brazil. And I just felt so alone. I really missed the Netherlands all of a sudden. And I'm never really homesick, but that day or around those days, I really felt homesick. And as I was coming home, I saw my tiny, tiny fake Christmas tree in this tropical environment that I was living in. My stomach still felt bad. I was on antibiotics. And I remember, you know what? I'm just gonna go take a nap and lay in bed. But then I started crying because I just felt so sorry for myself. And then thankfully, a friend of mine was there as well. She had come to Brasilia so we could celebrate Christmas together. And that was lovely. But I couldn't even have a glass of alcohol because I was on antibiotics and the type of antibiotics that you really don't want to take alcohol with. So I just felt so miserable and I felt so sorry for myself. Feeling sorry for yourself is okay, but it is not a long-term solution. It's not going to bring you anywhere. 
Thankfully, at the same time, just before that Christmas dinner, I think I was scrolling on Instagram. I was in bed and I was on my phone, which is something that I do too often. And I saw something from, I think it was Celine Charlotta, the entrepreneur that I've interviewed before and of which I'm a huge fan, as you know. And she shared something that she learned from Tony Robbins, if I'm not mistaken, that helped her deal with expectations around the holidays and about other things. And this is something that I started to apply that time as well, which created a huge mindset shift for me and really helped me to look at Christmas with another perspective. And this is what I'm going to share with you guys right now as well. So basically what is happening is that we have all these expectations around Christmas. And especially nowadays with the media, the media makes us believe that Christmas should be celebrated around a big table with beautiful presents with your entire family around the table, with really good food that you prepared at home. There are no fights. There is snow outside. I mean, <laughs> how, how unrealistic is this? But this image is shown to us so often that we all kind of started to believe it, that this is the norm. So what happens internally inside of us is that we think, okay, to have like a good Christmas... I need to take off all those boxes, otherwise it isn't a good Christmas. Now, when you're listening to this, you might think, oh, but that is not the case for me. I'm being more realistic. That may be true, but I think you're still being influenced by what the media shows us. Just look at the amount of Coca-Cola commercials around Christmas time and all the images in the magazines with the perfectly set table. We are just so influenced by all these things. So in a way, there are sort of rules to have a good Christmas. Once those rules are met, then we have a good Christmas. So these are all the things I just mentioned. Now, that can already create a lot of anxiety because beforehand you might or probably already know that you're never going to be able to meet all those rules because you are abroad and can't travel home or because you don't have a good relationship with your parents or they don't have a good relationship with each other or there's something else going on at home, in your family, or with yourself. You just know, okay, these are the rules to have a good Christmas, and I won't be able to meet them, so that means a bad Christmas for me. Or just a lot of uncertainty around how it will develop for you. And the mindset shift that I'm now talking about is to identify your own rules. So going back to Brasilia, where I just felt so sorry for myself, I had this image of how Christmas should be, and I wasn't even near that image, even if I was feeling well, even if I had my boyfriend around at the time, I still wasn't around family and I still wasn't in like some snowy environment. And if you are from the Northern Hemisphere and you've lived in a tropical place before, you know that Christmas just feels really weird when you're celebrating it with like 30 degrees Celsius. So I was sad because I thought uh, this Christmas is not going to meet the rules that are needed. And then... I started to identify my own rules to have a good Christmas. So I realized that, you know what, actually I don't mind celebrating it in a tropical environment with 30 degrees next to the pool. I don't mind so much. I'm also okay with my family not around and perhaps not my boyfriend around. I am a little bit sad that I am sick, but what are the rules that I can create to have a good Christmas? And I checked in with myself. What do I really need to have this Christmas to make it a success? And that case in Brasilia, actually all I needed was to spend time with friends and to have a nice meal. 
That for me was enough. I knew I was living abroad. I knew it would come with sacrifices. So actually just being around good friends and having a beautiful meal together would make it a good Christmas for me. And realizing this already shifted my mood right away. I got out of bed, tossed the phone aside and started to help my friend in the kitchen who was really busy preparing a beautiful meal. And later that night, as some other friends came and went, I realized, you know what? I had a good Christmas because I met all my needs. I met all the rules that I identified beforehand of how a good Christmas would look to me. And I've been applying this principle every single year. So every year, just before Christmas, I ask myself, what are my rules this year to have a good Christmas? Because that can also change over time, obviously. And I have to be honest, like... Christmas is such a triggering period for me. I love, love, love Christmas, as I said, but it comes with so much inner drama for me and uncertainty that already in October, perhaps late September, I already start to wonder what am I going to do with Christmas? It already brings up all these doubts and uncertainties and anxiety, actually. And what has happened in recent years when I was actually at home in the Netherlands was that I would check in with one of my foster families and ask them in September or October, hey, what are we going to do with Christmas? And then I never really got a satisfying answer. They said, oh, we don't know yet, or they just simply didn't respond. Yeah, the dynamics of a group chat. (laughs) And then by the time it was early December, mid-December, I would ask again, or I would say like, these are my plans. And then we'd be like, Oh, but we're going to celebrate Christmas together, right? I'm like, oh, but you never told me. So I realized last year, God, I hope they're not listening. But what I realized was that every time I was just giving my power away to other people, they would decide totally unconsciously, they weren't aware of this, but they would decide for me whether, you know, what would happen with Christmas and if it wasn't going to be a good Christmas for me. And I would just have to wait for their decision. And it pretty much always worked out well. But in the meantime, I was stuck with all this anxiety around Christmas. So last year I decided I am done with this. I keep asking and I don't get any response. I'm just going to choose something that is good for me. So I very, very intentionally chose my rules for that year's Christmas. And that was that I wanted to have something to do for two out of the three days. In the Netherlands, we actually have Christmas Eve, first Christmas day, and then like second Christmas day, as we call it. So I said, I don't need to have something for the full three days. Two days is enough. I wanted to be in a Christmas atmosphere and I wanted to be at least one part with a bigger group, not just one on one or a couple of people. I didn't really care who they were as long as they were from my inner circle. And then even for the other day, I didn't mind who I was going to spend it with. So last year, I felt like I had the perfect Christmas. Christmas Eve, I celebrated with good friends of mine. The first Christmas Day, I celebrated it with my boyfriend at the time and his family. And then the second Christmas Day, I actually hosted a dinner because I also felt that I wanted to invite other lonely souls. So, okay, I'm diverting a little bit, but what I've been feeling every year around Christmas was that I... We have a beautiful expression for this in the Netherlands. I don't really know how to translate it. But I felt like I was kind of dragging myself around, like asking people, oh, can I please hang out with you? This is the energy that I felt around Christmas because I never really knew where I was going to celebrate it. And so 
I was one, I was tired of that. And two, I knew other people were feeling the same thing. So I wanted to open up my house, my space to welcome in those other lonely souls as well. So last year I had this beautiful Christmas and I ticked off all my boxes. I had such a happy Christmas and I remember saying to a couple of people afterwards like this was the best Christmas in a decade and I wasn't lying. Now this year is a harder realization for me because like I said it feels like I'm one year older but I'm two step backwards. So as you probably know I'm single again. My parents have both died and part of my family is abroad. So all of a sudden I realized, oh, I'm again with the same question. Where am I going to celebrate Christmas? And I was so annoyed with it because last year I finally found a trick and then this year it's not working anymore. So I just went back to the principle that I always use every year because I don't want to be stuck in that energy of like, oh, what should I do and pitying myself and whatever. And my rules for this year's Christmas are... I want to have something to do two out of the three days and that's it. (laughs) There's nothing else. I'm moving to Brazil in exactly three weeks and I just came back from a big trip in the US. I have so much to do at the moment. There is so much going on in my mind. I'm also really busy coaching just before the end of the year. So I really feel like as long as I have something to do in the evenings, I'm good because during the day, I'm just going to sort out my stuff here, get things done for my move to Rio. I mean, I really need that free time to do things. And I'm actually so much in that preparation phase that I don't even have a Christmas tree. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see there's no tree here. If you know me already for longer, you know that there's always a tree over there. As I said, I love Christmas. This year, I'm not doing anything. I just have some Christmas lights here on the table and that is it. But if I wouldn't have identified these rules for me, I would totally get influenced by everything I see on TV and in the stores. And you see all the families doing groceries together, buying presents for each other, thinking about Christmas dinner. It is so easy to get sucked into that hole of like, oh, I want that, but I don't have that. And that makes me so sad. So this is why already in advance, I identified the rules, what makes a good Christmas for me. And that really manages my expectations and also easily makes me happy with what I've got. So that is also my tip for you. Identify your own rules to have a good Christmas. Maybe if you've had a really busy year or a busy quarter and you're traveling back home and you realize you need to be with family, but actually you feel like you have no energy for it or there's there's stuff on your mind, you're stressed, worried. You realize actually all I need is some time to relax and to rest and to recover my energy. And that can then be your rule for a good Christmas. So it takes you off the hook to come up with the best presents, to be the perfect daughter or son, to be the perfect partner. No, actually all you need this Christmas is to have a couple of days where you can truly relax and catch up on some sleep. So that is your rule then. It makes it a lot easier, it takes away the noise and you can lower your expectations. If you have lost a parent or a partner and this is your first Christmas without them and actually just today I was coaching someone who has lost her father about nine months ago and this is her first Christmas without her father and well one I see you I feel your pain I've been through it myself as well and two this is such 
a triggering period for any of you who has lost a loved one, that maybe your only rule this Christmas is to just get through the days. No need for anything else. Everything else that happens is just a bonus. Don't make it too hard on yourself. Don't overcomplicate it. If you are still grieving, if you're missing someone, allow yourself to not have the perfect Christmas. I'm being joined here by my cat, Fenton. <laughs> and then a special note for those who have difficult family relationships. Again, you are not alone. So many people that I spoke to in the last couple of weeks are dealing with that. They have a difficult relationship with their mom, with their dad, with both of them, maybe with a sibling, or maybe there's something going on in the family and everyone responds to it differently. And of course, this all comes together on Christmas Eve or whenever you're celebrating Christmas. I read a post the other day that said something like, oh, if you think you are enlightened, try spending an evening with your family during Christmas and see how enlightened you still are. And that is just often the case when we go back to our family and we're all together in a family setting, certain patterns arise again. It is the family dynamics that you grew up in, which let's be honest, most of the time aren't fantastic. Every family has something and, and everyone blames their parents for something, no matter how tiny or big. There's always something in those dynamics that aren't 100% perfect. So on Christmas Eve, you're basically going back to the dynamics that you experienced as a child. And these can be super visible to you, or maybe it's something more like that happens in the undertone. You can't really put your finger on what exactly is going on, but stuff will come up and you might get annoyed. Now, if these are patterns that really impact you or bother you, I would suggest getting a coach. <laughs> a coach, me or anyone else can help you understand why these patterns are impacting you and why they were shaped that way and what you can do about it now. But that is more like a longer term thing. Just for Christmas, I just want to say lower your expectations. Again, create your own rules. Maybe your rules for a good Christmas can be that you... You finish the night without any fights or political discussions or that you feel like a good daughter or son simply because you showed up, even if you don't really want to be there. Or that you were able to express your boundaries if that was really needed, for example. Just identify your own rules. And if you fall in this last category of not having fantastic family dynamics and relationships, then I also have a few tips for you. One is to lower your expectations. I already mentioned it before, but just try to expect a little bit less, especially on Christmas Eve. You just do that for yourself, honestly. And the second thing is to protect your boundaries. Not too rigidly, I would say, but, you know, really identify what is super important for you and what needs need to be met and what are no-goes for you and then protect your boundaries. And I know this is easier said than done, but you can always express when someone crosses a boundary or express something you're not happy about. And what you can also do is to minimize time with your family, for example. So if your family wants to have a super long day with a lunch and dinner and with all the nephews and nieces that you have, and you really need some time alone and having so much time with your family is too much for you, then simply state that you will come just before dinner or you will leave after lunch. Now, protecting your boundaries also comes with the risk of making people unhappy. So this is something that you do need to accept when you state your boundaries clearly. A third tip or more strategy is to have a little bit more compassion, empathy, 
and gratitude as a lens through which you look at Christmas together. So even though some things about your parents may annoy you or you don't feel seen or you're upset about something, try to look at your family with a lens of they are trying their best. I'm focusing on the positive and I'm grateful for what I do have. Now, this is not necessarily a long-term strategy, but for Christmas Eve, it works perfectly. And the last one, and this goes for everyone, not just for those with difficult family relationships, but make sure to fill your own cup and to meet your own needs. I've heard stories of clients and I've experienced this myself as well, that when they travel home, it feels like their life is being on hold. They're going on a world tour. That's how it feels. They have very little time for themselves and they feel that they need to give everything to their friends and family because they feel guilty throughout the year for not seeing them too much and that they can't really express that life abroad is also difficult sometimes. And they put aside their routines, you know, like their health routines or whatever they do usually because they stay with family. So they're more like a guest. So it just feels like they're being taken out of their daily life and plucked into something else. And that changes everything for them. So make sure to fill your own cup and to meet your needs to ensure that you really feel happy and energetic and rested during Christmas. So if you're an introvert, like I am somewhat, then just tell everyone that you need an hour a day by yourself. If you really enjoy working out every day, but you don't have access to a gym, then go for a walk and ask a family member to come along. So you also have some quality time. If you're tired of visiting everyone separately because everyone expects you to go to their place. I don't know if this is a Dutch thing, but I've had this many times myself and I heard it from a lot of other Dutch people. Then invite everyone over for a leftover Christmas brunch, for example. If people can't come or don't want to come, that's their problem. But you invited them at least. You don't always have to go to everyone separately because it really takes all your energy. All right. I hope these tips were useful. I also hope this wasn't an episode where I made you believe that every family is dysfunctional and that we should all have a pity parade. I just want to say that not having a perfect Christmas is more often than you think and you are not the only one. And there are ways to shift your perspective on this. So as in a minute you go on with your day and Christmas is coming up for you, identify for yourself what your rules are to have a good Christmas, what you need to feel happy, content or satisfied over the Christmas period. Don't let society make you believe that it needs to be this picture perfect that we know from the magazines and from TV commercials. Decide what you need and focus on meeting your own expectations. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear. As I said, Christmas is a triggering period for me, even though I also love the Christmas season. And this principle of setting my own rules has really helped me to look at Christmas with a different perspective. And it has always improved my mood immediately. So I don't feel so alone or sad anymore when I think about Christmas because I have my own rules. And I would really love to hear if it has worked for you that way as well. So please feel free to reach out and send a message via Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm there every single day, basically. And I would also love it if you could leave a review for This Expat Life on the platform that you're listening to the show. This really helps me to reach more people so we can grow our beautiful expat community together. For now, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas, however this may look for you. Enjoy. Enjoy.